You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Arrayed in white robes or clothed with white robes is the title of this devotion. And in Revelations chapter 7, starting at verse 9, we see the multitude of those who have been saved, those who lived on this earth like you and me, and who have been saved who are now in heaven and are worshiping. And so here we get a picture of the future that awaits the saints of God, those who have consecrated their lives to Christ and embraced the saving grace that He on a day-to-day basis gives to us so that we may live as He lives. And I want you to see this today because the Lord wants our hearts to and our minds to be set on things above and to know that our lives are destined to an eternal inheritance, an eternal, incorruptible, undefiled, never fading away inheritance reserved for us in heaven, as Peter would say in 1 Peter chapter 1. And look at this. After verse 9 of Revelation 7, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which nobody could number, of all nations, tribes, and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, arrayed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know, So he said to me, listen closely, okay? These are the ones who come out of great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. And He who sits on the throne will dwell among them. And... Uh, um, and they shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And you could see that living on this earth is not always easy for the saints living on this earth for those who have given their lives to Christ can be times of great tribulation. Tribulation in the temptations to become like this world and worship its, its idolatry with the, with the pleasures of this life and worship its, its adultery of its indulgence with the ungodliness of this life. 
and become indifferent to the holiness of God, there can be great tribulation to say no. No, I'm not of this world. I have been liberated from the powers of darkness and I now live in the, in the love of God's Son. I now live in His marvelous light. I now live for the glory of the kingdom of heaven. I am yours, Lord, and I worship you in spirit and truth. And the Holy Spirit comes on a day-to-day basis and cleanses you with the blood of Jesus. And the outward life that people can see of you shows the inward life of Christ in you. And you radiate with a purity of heart and mind and soul and body that shows you're consecrated, dedicated, separated unto God by the blood of Christ and by the power of His indwelling holy life and spirit. Oh, dear friends, it's essential that we daily daily invest in our relationship with Jesus Christ and that that investment becomes evident like the vine and the branches. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, then the fruit will be evident to all, especially to your heavenly Father, and it will please him to see the fruit of your abiding life in me and my abiding word in you. And you see, friends, This is the white garments. And Jesus says here in Revelation chapter 3, and it's such a powerful verse here. Verse 18, I counsel you. This is my advice to you, my instructions to you. To buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness, your human Adamic nature may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with thyself that you may see what I long to show you, says the Lord Jesus. Of course, I paraphrase that what I long to show you. It says here again, I counsel you to buy, invest in me, buy from me gold refined in the fire. What does that refer to? It refers to the true riches of life. Because he's talking about you think you're rich, you think you have nothing, but don't realize how poor, miserable, naked you really are. The true riches, the true riches, or as Paul would say in Ephesians 3, verse 8, I think it is, he says, To me, who am the least of all the saints, the un- this grace has been given to make known the unsearchable riches of Christ. So Jesus said, Buy, invest in your relationship with me to obtain through your union with me the true riches of glory, the true riches of a life holy before God, acceptable, well-pleasing in His sight, a life free from the moral agitation and conflicts of this world, that to live undefiled and blameless before me, filled with my Holy Spirit and love and life. Those are the true riches. And garments white, he says, and garments that you may be clothed. The Lord wants to clothe us with a holy, heavenly life so that when people look at us, there's no connection with, with, the, with the barrenness of the human nature and its lusts and fears and frustrations and agitations, but that they feel this holiness, they feel this love, they feel this life coming from us of the life of the Son of God. I, I love the way it says it here in Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13 in the Amplified. Listen to this. Clothe yourself, therefore. In other words, daily, 
through your union with Jesus, clothe yourself as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives, who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself by putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity and mercy, kind feeling. Come on. With a behavior, yes, uh, purified, holy, well-beloved by God himself, by putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, lowly opinion of yourselves, gentle ways, patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever comes with good temper, good attitude. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if anyone has a difference or grievance or complaint against another, readily pardon one another. Even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, you must also forgive. Clothe yourself as God's representatives. You see, this is the work that the Holy Spirit is working in us now while we're on earth, so that when we're in heaven, we will not be ashamed of ourselves, but will be radiant with this holy life that is in us by the Holy Spirit that is transforming us from one degree of His glory to another. And I understand though, and I'm taking you in closing to Zechariah, please. Zechariah, oh my goodness, what a phenomenal book of 13 amazing chapters. But I'm taking you to chapter three, please, of Zechariah, where the prophet Zechariah is shown in the spirit in the heavens, what the high priest Joshua is like here on earth. You see, for example, Daniel, you read the book of Daniel, which is also near Zechariah. And the angel Gabriel came to him and said, Daniel, greatly beloved in heaven, from the first moment that you separate yourself to seek God and call upon Him, your prayer was answered. Even though it took three weeks for Daniel to receive the answer because of different reasons. And you see, we are known in heaven. Right now, you and I are known in heaven. We are part of the family in heaven while we're still on earth. And, and there is an knowledge of us saints in heaven. And I know that that is an interesting thinking because we're not to try to connect with loved ones who have passed away. That is not lawful. We're not allowed to do that. No, we're not allowed to try to connect with the dead. We need to leave that with the Lord. We know they're with Him and, and we're not trying to communicate with them. But we as saints on earth are known by the saints in heaven in that our communion with God has a knowledge in heaven. There's a knowing of it in heaven. And so, and that, that knowledge in heaven will be limited to the ones uh, uh, responsible to it. But you see this here, that Zechariah is shown what Joshua the high priest was like here on earth. Read with me, okay? And he, Chapter 3 of Zechariah, verse 1. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest. So the angel of the Lord showed Joshua the high priest standing before the Almighty, before the angel of the Lord. So Joshua the high priest was on earth, but in the spirit he's standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan 
standing at his right hand to oppose him. Well, friends, there are opposing forces that constantly try to to undermine your heavenly walk, your heavenly garments, your heavenly holiness, your heavenly knowledge, your heavenly living in the spirit and the power of his might. I mean, Paul says the same in Ephesians chapter 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this age. But we're able to withstand that, taking our stand in Christ, who is our righteousness, our faith, our living word, our helmet of salvation, our belt of truth, and our feet shot with the preparation of his gospel. You know, we, we have an armor by which we're able to withstand in an evil day, he says there in Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 18. And so Satan was standing at his right hand opposing Joshua, the high priest. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebukes you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? So what does that mean? And that's a real important point because you and I are brands plucked from the fire. Joshua, despite that in his natural nature, he fell short like any other person, like you and me, all of us in our natural nature fall short of the glory of God because we've all sinned. That's what it says in Romans 3 verse 25. 23 through 25. And so even though in his natural nature he had fallen short, yet he was chosen by God and given the position as a high priest. And Satan was opposing him for his natural nature's sake. Right? And the Lord said to Satan, Satan, how dare you come against him when I have pulled him out of the fires of hell and made him my priest, my high priest. Who are you to attack him when you, you, you yourself are absolutely diabolical? Now Joshua, look here what Satan was opposing him for. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. And he answered and he spoke to those who stood before him, the, Lord, the angel of the Lord, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, See, I have removed the iniquity from you. And I will clothe you with rich robes. And, and I said, let them put a clean turban upon his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and they put clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by and the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, charged him, empowered him saying, thus says the Lord of hosts, if you will walk in my ways and if you will keep my command, then you shall also judge my house and likewise have charge of my courts. And I will give you up give you places to walk among those who stand here. Here, O Joshua, the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are a wondrous sign. For behold, I'm bringing forth my servant, the branch, and he prophetically begins to speak again about Jesus. But the thing I want you to see is this, and I'm not just reading this to try to give some interest to this devotion, but to really touch your heart with this reality. All of us, you and me, were brands plucked from the fire. We should have been lost in our sins forever. But Jesus came to rescue us by purchasing us free from the dominion of sin with his own precious blood and making us a holy priesthood, a royal priesthood, as Peter says in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. And here we stand before the Lord, we who embody our community, 
the community in which we live. Joshua, the high priest, embodied the people among whom he lived, who had been banished to, to Babylon for 70 years and now were returning and being restored. And thereby again the Lord shows, if you will allow me to be your God and your Lord, then I will restore you and make you a people unto myself, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people that are specially set apart unto me to witness and to bear witness of me to others. And Joshua was a sign and a wonder with his companions that the Lord was restoring his people by what he was working in Joshua. And this is my message to you today. God is restoring you restoring you, healing you, forgiving and cleansing and washing you as a sign and a wonder for what he will do for anyone. Paul believed this about himself for his generation, for the day in which he lived. He says in 1 Timothy chapter 1, he says, I who am the chief of all sinners, God chose as an example of what he can do for anyone who believes upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, I am an apostle because I'm an example for my generation. And he has been an example, not just for his generation, but for you and me today. And he says, I am in 1 Corinthians 15, 10, what I am by the grace of God. Oh, my dear friends, this is the garments white as snow. This is being arrayed in white garments and white robes that people look at us and say, you know, I used to know you years ago, but look at you now. You're a whole different person. You're a whole different nature comes out of you, different character, different way of speaking and talking, a different attitude. And, and I feel love. I feel forgiveness. I feel peace being in your presence. See, that's the white robes with which we are arrayed, the nature of Jesus. And we're an example of what the Lord Jesus can do for anyone who will surrender their lives to Him on a day-to-day -day basis. Come on, today is the day that the Lord has made to wash away the deepest stains, to take away the, the most persistent memories that accuse you and that Satan is saying, wow, but you, but you, but you, but you, and he keeps you low and he keeps you down and he keeps you discouraged and he keeps you from being an example to others because you're against yourself. And the Lord says, no more, no more, no more. I'm washing you white as snow. No more will Satan be able to charge you. No more will he be able to pull you down and make you believe wrong things about yourself. I want you to believe what I say about you, that you are holy and without blame before me in love. I've washed you with my blood. I've made you holy. I've made you an example of what I can do for anyone who will love me and receive me. Amen. Have a good day.